Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about the look and sound of self-esteem. Dan's feedback was harsh, especially from his direct reports. Some typical comments? He doesn't want to hear bad news. He refuses to accept reality and then gets mad at us when things go wrong. Dan needs to get a grip on what's real. Wake up or get out. It seemed his direct reports, feeling Dan was divorced from their reality, were using his feedback report to vent. I wondered how Dan would respond to this very direct, in-your-face bad news. Sitting across from me, reading the report, one of Dan's legs started to jiggle. Then he began tapping his pen on the paper. His breathing became rapid. When he finally looked up, he began to debate the feedback and deny its validity. Very ironic. His protests and denials were proving that the feedback was on target. Dan was resisting reality. Nathaniel Brandon is a psychologist whose life work has been the study of self-esteem. The very first of what he calls his six pillars of self-esteem is this. The practice of living consciously. For him, living consciously starts with respect for facts. Dan was clearly having trouble respecting facts. Here's a quote from Nathaniel Brandon's book, Self-Esteem at Work. Quote, To be effective, a leader must be well aligned with reality, open and available to all facts, knowledge, information, data, feedback, that bear on the success of the mission of the organization. Dismissing pertinent realities in the name of short-term comfort is not an acceptable option. Close quote. It was clear to me that Dan was not there yet. I can empathize with him. I recall being a young actor in the week before opening night. We had all changed out of our costumes and were gathered in the front rows of the empty theater to receive notes from our director. Over the course of the next 90 minutes, the director gave very personal feedback to us in a very public forum. My role was small. I only received two notes that night. But each time he called my name, I experienced a rush of embarrassment so overwhelming it was almost impossible to hear him. By contrast, our two lead actors, both seasoned professionals, received an endless stream of feedback that night, and they appeared to welcome all his notes. I was able to observe this, but I couldn't yet do it myself. Why not? My confidence, my self-esteem as an actor, was still very shaky. Brandon nails this when he says living consciously is, quote, seeking and being eagerly open to any information, knowledge, or feedback that bears on your interests, values, goals, and projects, close quote. That's quite a defenseless path to walk, who do you know who eagerly seeks feedback? Do you? Self-esteem is critical in business because we tend to feel most comfortable with people whose level of self-esteem approximates our own. So think about this. If a company's senior team has an average self-esteem of 5 on a 10-point scale, 10 being most healthy, is it likely they'll surround themselves with employees who have an esteem level of 7 or an esteem level of 3? Well, the answer, of course, is three. 
it's extremely unlikely they'll choose to surround themselves with people whose esteem level is higher than their own. That would be very uncomfortable. This phenomenon can seriously impact a company's success. People with shaky self-esteem are simply not as effective as people with solid self-esteem. A simple example of this is the ability to get along with others. Brandon points out that people whose self-esteem is solid, quote, are not touchy, not overly sensitive, and tend not to escalate small frictions into major problems, close quote. In other words, when an employee's self-esteem is high, she probably won't take things personally, so she can focus on the work at hand rather than imagined attacks or self-justification. But oh my, self-esteem is hard won. Achieving just the first pillar, living consciously, requires that you actively seek to understand not only the world around you, but also the world inside you. This is difficult work to do alone, and it's rarely encouraged as part of our workday. But to be our most effective, we have to understand our inner workings. How else will we ever be able to manage ourselves? One way to begin to understand your inner self is through a seemingly simple exercise called sentence completion. Begin with a sentence fragment or stem. For Dan or for you, it might be, quote, If I brought 5% more self-esteem to my work, then, with the sole requirement being that each ending be a grammatical completion of the sentence, work as rapidly as possible to write 10 endings to the sentence. No pausing to think. If you go blank, invent. Don't worry if any particular ending is true or reasonable. Don't judge yourself. Just keep going. When you have 10 sentences completed, you're done. Put it away. Don't reread it. The next day, using the same stem, do the same exercise. Don't read your work from the day before. Do this for a week, using the same sentence stem over and over. It's okay if you repeat yourself, but repetition isn't the goal. Most likely, new sentences will bubble up on their own. Allow that to happen and write them down. Throughout the exercise, maintain a high level of mental focus and complete lack of internal censorship. I promise you, the practice done repetitively will bring you insight, integration, and change. At the end of his book, Self-Esteem at Work, Brandon has written sentence stems for a 21-week program of personal development. It's quite a gift. Is it easy? Well, here's his answer to that. Quote, To work at cultivating the kind of awareness I'm describing is a noble pursuit, even a heroic one, because truth is sometimes frightening or painful, and the temptation to close your eyes is sometimes strong. Close quote. Being heroic is difficult, but closing your eyes to reality is not an acceptable option. The benefits of healthy self-esteem to you and to your company are immeasurable. If you're interested in personal growth and self-development, we have many other podcasts that might interest you. Three you might find helpful are Choosing Persistence, Getting Good Feedback, and Leadership and Self-Deception. You can find those podcasts and all our others on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's, dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That will take you to an archive of all our podcasts where you can search by categories that interest you. 
From the archive, you can also download PDFs of every tip to save for yourself or forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.